Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand, hey, finances, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. But wait, there is more because today I have George Langdon the fifth, who we call George or five. You answer to either one of I them. I do. <laughs> and five, I'm so glad to have you on the program Thank today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, we were talking about what are we going to talk about today? Yeah. What is the predominant question that we hear when individuals come to our office? And here's the deal. They ask a lot of questions. <laughs> so I thought, well, instead of just focusing on one and dialing down deep, mm. why don't we cover a variety of different questions that come in the office. So I'm gonna kick it over to you and say, Five, if you had to pick what is the most common question that you receive, what would it be? Oh goodness. Um, I would say it's where do I start? Mm. Where do I start? You know, cause when you're starting out in finances, first off the, there's this hurdle to get to the advisor in the sense of, I don't know if I want to call. Yes. Should I call? Uh, maybe I don't. And then it just delays. Right. <laughs> so I think the biggest question that I probably get asked from friends, family, or prospective clients is mm -hmm. where do I start? And a lot of times where I end up going or pointing to is kind of three basic things, right? Okay. So I'll usually say, okay, the first thing is, is cash flow. And that usually means a budget. Um, that usually means figuring out. Cringed yeah. on that. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else did too, uh, but it means figuring out what do I have coming in and what do I have going out. That's <laughs> really the simplest, simplest version of that, right? So the first thing we need to do is just establish what does cash flow look like. Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry about if it's positive or negative. First, we just need to figure out and get a control, get a look at it. The second thing is looking at the debts. Now, a lot of times people will say debt is debt, and I would actually disagree with that. Mm. So when we're looking at debt, you can have structured or non-structured debt, amortized or non-amortized debt, and right. they all hold a different weight, at least in my mind, right? So when I'm looking at something like a mortgage right. or even a car loan, if it's at a good rate, I'm not in a huge rush to pay that off. Mm. I want it paid off, don't get me wrong. Right. I want it paid <laughs> off. But I'm not in a huge rush because at the end of the day, it's a locked in interest rate mm -hmm. and it is a set term. And as long as I make those monthly payments, I'm gonna finish it anyway, right? Yes. So I'm not gonna sprint on that one. Instead, I'm gonna look at the non-amortized, the non-structured, basically the credit card yep. debt. That's where I'm looking. Because with credit card debt, what people don't uh, typically realize is that it typically will compound on a daily rate. Right. So what happens is you're getting a quoted rate, but when you actually, if you looked at the interest that you got charged, it's probably a little bit higher. So I typically go after that because that is a guaranteed high interest rate that you're going to be charged. Mm -hmm. And when I go to my third section, which is the assets, which I'm looking at savings and investments there, I know that I can't do better than most credit cards that are at 20 something percent guaranteed yes. of charging. I know that. <laughs> so that's why I go after that component, right? Then the third piece is I typically will look at that assets, like I just said, with the savings and mm -hmm. the investments. Savings is so important and oftentimes it's under it's undervalued and overlooked. Correct. Right? Because we all want the fancy high return thing. Yes, we do. It's <laughs> we fine. do. I get it. It's natural. 
But the savings is the foundation, right? So I like to think of it kind of like building a house, right? Your savings is the foundation that the house is built on. The investments are like the house itself. Mm -hmm. So you can have it as beautiful as you want, but if the foundation isn't there, if there's not something to protect in case of an emergency to keep you steadfast, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. So those are the three things that I look at. So when I'm talking to clients and they say, where do I get started? I typically say, let's at least take a look at what's going on. And those are the three areas I'm looking at. And that's such a great answer, Five, because that's actually what we do in our welcome call. So when individuals work up the nerve and they say, okay, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna go to a financial planner, a certified financial planner. They call, they're gonna have a scheduled call with myself. It's yep. only about 15, 30 minutes. We're just getting to know who's gonna be coming into our office, and then they're gonna have the opportunity to meet with you. But during that 15 to 30 minutes, we do the same thing. It's literally finding out what their cash flow is, what their needs are, and sometimes based upon the situation, who's calling and what, they, what assets they have, I can give them some ideas that they can begin to implement on their own before coming in to work with a financial planner. And that's so encouraging. I actually think of just the other day, I had a woman call. She had recently gone through a divorce, really hard time, and she was picking up all the pieces. Basically, she had children just being a single mom out there, trying to get it done, and she said, help, I want to get my finances in order. So we were able to put together a plan of, okay, first we're gonna pay off the credit card debt, then we're gonna build some savings, Savings. Then once the savings and the credit card debt is paid off, then let's sit down and meet and then I'm going to have you meet with five. She was so encouraged because someone listened to her yeah. and we were able to give her some direction and then she's going to put that to task and, and get it done and hopefully we're going to hear from her soon. Now I had another welcome call. Same type of situation where if someone called and said, hey, I've, I've heard about Crystal Clear Finances, want to sit down with you, 15, 30 minutes, found out what was going on. They were retired. They have assets, but just didn't know what to do with them. So they weren't in the place where, hey, I'm behind the eight ball. I've got this credit card debt. They just needed asset location. How do I position this? Then we were able in that situation to set up the next meeting so that you could sit down with them. So I really think the starting point, you're right, is, hey, give a call. Yeah. And then we'll be able to say, hey, are there action items you can start today? Or do you really need a financial planner to be able to say, hey, we've got some strategies we need to be putting in here now. So I love that example of, of what you said. I also liked when you talked about how you view debt and how, you know, we have a lot of individuals that we, uh, and I agree, we mm. want their house paid yes. off. Absolutely. But we want them to do it the smart way. So we want them to be able to say, well, wait a minute, if I have a 3% mortgage, why would I be in a rush to pay that off? Why can't I put that money someplace else? Don't hurry to a whooping, right? <laughs> so let's keep that right where it is as long as we're paying for it. And again, that is not financial advice, but let's keep on track. So yeah. see if we can be more efficient and more effective with the resources rather than that age old, you know, they just teach you get that mortgage paid off right away. Let's be efficient with it. So I like how you're taking the time to look at their cash flow, taking the time to look at how the debt's positioned and really questioning, 
is that really debt that we need to remove right now? Is it consumable debt? Is it growing? And I love being able to look at the assets. So well done. That was awesome. Now, let's talk a little bit because we're talking about the client experience. Mm. So the client now comes in and the client, they've had their welcome call with me so I can see who's coming in the doors at Crystal Clear <laughs> Finances and just, you know, kind of pray over them and, and give them a blessing and then they'll start yeah. meeting with you. What do they do when they meet with you? Now I know. <laughs> You're on the other side of my wall. I know what's going on in your office. But I want to know for our listeners and for those of us viewing on our YouTube channel, what can they experience? What can they be expecting? Yeah, the first thing I like to do is actually, I, besides obviously saying hello and all yeah, of right. the, the pleasantries. The first thing I like to do is actually I like to kind of explain and describe the relationship. Because mm. when it comes to financial planning, I... I view this very much as a teamwork process with yes. the client, right? We're on the same team, we're working together for the same goal and that is for their financial success, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing that I wanna do is I wanna explain how we operate yes. and the different expectations that they can definitely expect from us. I wanna hear their expectations yes. of us. And I also wanna let them know the different parts that I'm gonna kind of give them responsibility for, mm. right? So the first part is what I call the three-legged stool. Yes. Um, it's overly simplistic, but I find that it really works, right? Mm -hmm. So there's three parts to how we work, which is one, we work with economists and analysts yes. to get this big picture view of what is going on in the economy, what brought us to there, mm -hmm. and where we're likely to go. Uh, obviously, we can't have guarantees in that, but we can get a good idea. Right. The second part though is the investments. Mm -hmm. I like to call it our tool belt, right? Mm -hmm. What do we have available to us? Now we have a lot. So the third part, which is really the most important is the client, mm. right? Because then what we do is we have to get to know the client beyond just your simple cash flow, assets, liabilities Correct. component, right? We need to know really what's your goals. And mm -hmm. if it's retirement, what about retirement? Mm -hmm. Is it so you can leave the job that you dislike, so you can go do a job <laughs> that you absolutely love? Yeah, we've met or many it, like that. Yeah, is it to go travel? Right. Is it to, you know, and what type of travel? Domestic or abroad? Yeah. You know, there's so much to know about each client that then once we have a clear picture of who they are and what their goals and dreams are, mm -hmm. we can then say, okay, so here's what's going on in the big picture, and here's the tools we have, Let's go ahead and not to go back to the house example, but let's go build that house. Right. Right. So what that's the first thing I like to do is really establish this is how we work. So this is also why you'll hear us stress that we need an annual review. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a client the or a prospective client the other day, and I said, I'm going to assume throughout the year that nothing's changed in your life. Once a year, I'm going to call and verify that, though. Very good. <laughs> so basically. I, the biggest thing with the clients where their responsibility mm -hmm. is, though, is to let us know when things change. Mm -hmm. When life has happened, which it inevitably does, what happened and do we need to adjust the plan? Or is the plan okay, but we need to be aware of the change? Correct. So that would be the primary thing before we dive into anything is understanding the client to their hopes and dreams level yes and then explaining how we work and how we put it all together for them i like that and i know when i was meeting with 
one-on-one having the consultations and new clients were coming in. My favorite part, though, is it's different every day. It's not like we have the tool belt and this person's going to get this tool and this product. (laughs) What's fun is that individuals will come in. But here's what I noticed is a lot of them haven't really defined personally what they success Mm. is to them. Yeah. There, uh, I think I need to retire at 65 or 67, and um, I'm supposed to do something after that. Where what we want to really see is, and this is such a great example, I had a gentleman the other day, and they always do this to me, right? He's walking out the door. So he's been my client for a while. And just as he's walking out my office to go into our foyer, the lobby area, he goes, but someday, someday I'm going to sell my current home. I'm going to buy a house on 10 acres. I'm going to have chickens and a tractor. And I stopped. I said, uh, wait. Uh, and he goes, what? I said, is that real or are you just funning me? What, what's going on? He goes, no, I think I would really like that. I'm like, and we waited five years to tell me this. Why? I mean, thank God we build things yeah. in. But as he's evolving and giving himself permission to decide, hey, this is what would make me happy. I, I know it may not be everyone else, but this is what brings me joy. That's what I think is so important is uncovering that layer. And a lot of times, Five, I I see that people have forgotten how to dream Mm. or forgotten what their definition of success is. And so they're just living what everyone else does. Oh, I'm supposed to have this kind of house, this type of car. No, like where is that written? And so I always love discovering that. And sometimes it does. It takes a couple years of peeling back the layer to finally get to the core. Remember that one client that came in? And again, just as they're walking out my office into the lobby, <laughs> there must be some oh, over my <laughs> office door that allows people to walk into that. She goes, oh, I wish we had a house in Florida. And I'm thinking, you could buy three houses in Florida. And I'm like, is that really a wish? Or are you just kind of saying that? She goes, no, I, I really wish that. And so we, in that case, because I didn't have another meeting, we turned right <laughs> around and I showed her husband how he could afford that. Yeah. And now they have, and we go visit yeah. them every year. When I go down to Kingdom Advisors, I'm able to stay at their house and swim in their pool. It was great, <laughs> good financial planning. <laughs> but what a great way. My point is, is that many of us, the goal is we just got to get retired. But when we can begin to understand what is our definition of success, what is it that we're really shooting for, it becomes a lot more effective as we're doing the financial planning. And I wanted to make a comment, too, on what you said about when you're talking to a client once a year. So we are acting and doing our investing based upon our last conversation with you. So if you've said, hey, everything's fine and I'm retiring in 10 years, then I'm gonna invest accordingly. If you say, hey, I'm sleeping at night even when my accounts are done, I'm going to act accordingly. But if all of a sudden you come in and say, oops, did I forget to tell you that I'm gonna buy a house (laughs) and that I'm not sleeping and I'm now on Prozac or whatever it is because I'm so uptight about my finances, that's not good vibe. No, not good. So we want to sit down with individuals and we want you to know that part of the client experience is getting to know you, the welcome call, getting to know what the dreams are, which is what you're doing and uncovering what are we planning for and then helping you as the client realize we got to talk to you. You don't have to call us every day. But when things change in life, I love getting those emails that are just an FYI. And that's what actually says in the memo, (laughs) FYI. 
don't know if this is important, which it usually is. Don't know if this is important, but I think I'm going to buy another house. I don't know if this is important, but I just emptied my savings out to go buy this car. And I'm thinking, oh, but we could have used the life insurance. So there's so many different areas. So I didn't mean to hijack that conversation, no. but let's take a quick 60 second break. And then I want to come back, talk a little bit more about these frequently asked questions like the comparison between investments and life insurance because so many times people get excited they want to have those investments and those high returns until they're not and that's what we'll talk about in just 60 seconds when it comes to money is financial independence the right goal this is crystal langdon with today's financial gem Financial independence allows us to stand on our own, but often takes God out of the picture. Financial freedom reminds us that God is our ultimate provider. We steward the resources He's given us. With this outlook, finances no longer control our moods or our self-dependence. We live, give, and steward in alignment with God's plan for our lives. Call Crystal Clear Finances today at 518-433-7181 and become financially free. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Five, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is a great discussion because today we're talking about, hey, what are those frequently asked questions that we see with clients coming in or prospective clients? And we started off the whole program saying, hey, where do I get started? And yeah. somehow we ended up into a conversation <laughs> of, hey, this is the journey that clients experience when they're working with us. So let's just finish this journey and then yeah. maybe pick up a few more frequently asked questions. So we've talked about the fact that they call the office, nervous or not nervous, they're going to get a welcome call with me, 15, 30 minutes. And then from there, they're going to segue into being able to have an appointment and meet where you sit down with them, discover what their dreams, their goals, their risk tolerance, their yes. time frame, all the components. They'll bring in that confidential questionnaire. They'll get everything to yep. you. And then you begin to look at a plan and the components of savings, investments, and insurance. And we get a lot of questions. I think a lot of people, and you can comment to this, really just want to meet with us and dive right in. We're going to get those investments going. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people are investment driven. Um, That's a great statement. It, it's... It's very interesting because I'm very conservative as my own personal investor. Yes, you are. Uh, so, so it's quite interesting to me. But um, a lot of times it, people overlook that savings component mm -hmm. of it, right? Because they do want that fancy return, that right. large return. They want the potential of return. There you go. So one of the things that I talk a lot about with my clients is the idea of I don't invest based off of potential for growth or want for growth. Because we all have unlimited want for growth. Oh, yes. We all want it to continue to grow. I invest based off of your risk tolerance and what you are okay with. What's going to help you sleep at night? You know, the way I look at it is I would rather lose some potential for growth. Not all of it. I, I still want you to grow. I'm, yes. <laughs> please let me be clear about that. <laughs> Thank you. But, but I want my clients to sleep yes. at night. You know, it, it's nicknamed the pillow test, right? Where you can lay your head down at night and not worry. Mm -hmm. So that going back to even the communication and kind of that roles and responsibilities of the client, right? I want my clients to reach out when they're concerned. 
Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm, all of a sudden I'm going to say, yes, let's change everything. Good. <laughs> no, what, what it means, though, is I can at least give you the reasoning why. And mm-hmm. here's the reason. So here's the reason why we shouldn't do this, guys. Mm-hmm. Or here's the reason why we are doing this. Mm-hmm. So that way they can see that there is a good logic that's based on facts. And, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be just this, hey, just keep it there. You'll be fine. Right. Um, we don't just do that. Right. So. Part of what I talk to them is that risk tolerance component. Mm-hmm. And I talk to them about, hey, when you're concerned, reach out to me. Good. Send me that email. Give me that phone call because I want to talk. Right. And if at the end of the day you still can't sleep at night, we can make some changes. Right. Well, <laughs> and what I like is is that we do want growth. Right. We do. We're okay with risk, but I like calculated risk. Yes. And when I know that you have a pot full of money over here that's growing in a, in a safer environment, then I'm okay to be talking to you about, hey, what are we going to put in the market? Because I can't control the market. I know. Hashtag shocker. But I can't. <laughs> After 24 years, but what I can do is say, hey, so when it's down, we're going to just kind of look over here where this account that's been slowly growing. And then when the market goes back up, we will now avert the eyes to someplace else and we'll be able to look at it there. You know, one of the greatest examples, Five, and why maybe this is just so strong to me that you have to have both components, savings and investments. And by savings, we're not just talking Mm -hmm. about money in a bank. We are specifically talking about also including cash value life insurance. But I remember when I first started out and I remember we had paid off all of our debt and, you know, I was so excited and I went to the financial planner who at that time was training me and I said, oh my gosh, my debt's paid off. I'm ready to invest. Sign me up. And I remember him, the nerve, telling me, no, you have absolutely no savings. You have to save. And then I pulled the charts. But if I invest this money now while I am young, when I am 52, (laughs) I will have blah, 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 blah. And he says, that is correct. But what are the chances is that of you being able to leave it alone until you're 52 if you don't have savings? And so I grumbled, but I took the wisdom that was there. It's kind of one of those things. If you ask for advice and wisdom and you pray and then you get it, you probably follow it. (laughs) So I said, okay, now here's the thing that really hit home with me. And I don't know, Five, if you remember. I'm trying to think how old you were. But do you remember when dad got hit by the car? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So my husband was working at the rail yard, driving those big car carriers. It was raining out and he was walking across to get one of the cars to load on the to the car carrier and another car, not saying that they drive fast in the rail yard, but one of them was moving at a pace that was able to hit him and throw him the length of the car carrier. So we're talking 75 feet. Yeah. Thank you, God, that his back wasn't broken. Well, I'm in church and all of a sudden, you know, it's Thursday night. I remember that because it was church night. And I remember Billy Crowley comes walking in and I'm thinking, huh, that's one of my husband's friends. I wonder why he's coming to church. Well, bless the Lord. Isn't that special? <laughs> and I moved over so good Billy could sit with next to me. And he reached down. He's like, your husband's been hit by a car. He's on the way to the hospital. You want to come with me? And I'm like, Ugh. So needless to say, he broke his leg in several places and was out of work for quite a while. Now, remember this. We had just gotten out of debt. Just all those years of recovering from those unpaid invoices that the trucking company had had. And now here we are in a situation where George can't work. But here's the deal. 
I had listened to that financial advisor when he said, nope, I'm not going to put it in the market for you. You got to build savings. And I grumbled, but I put the money in the savings. We never went in debt while he was out, while his leg was healing and then not healing and then healing and not healing. It took forever to heal. We never went backwards. And it was because we did that foundational. And God's so good. So just one little spiritual tone to that is, here whole all leading up, and you remember this yeah. as a child, we went through, life was good, we had extra money, I was blowing it, I wasn't <laughs> a financial advisor at that time, I'm just making a statement there. <laughs> then we have the trucking company that he was running, largest client goes bankrupt, leaves us with thousands of dollars of unpaid invoices. We go through this huge seven year haul where we are just paying off debt and doing all of this. We come out of it, well during that time, your dad, my husband, George, was working so hard. I remember, I know this is gross, but at least you don't have to see it. But he literally would drive his truck, lean out the window and throw up and still keep driving. He, he sick, would yeah. work while he was sick. What a man, right? So he got that done. Well, when this thing happened where he got hit by the car, <laughs> he got all those months to be home with the kids. Yep. You guys did all kinds of things that I learned about as mom, <laughs> which was not really that good, but they bonded. They really bonded and God restored that. But I always kept thinking five, what if I just went after the fancy investments? What if I didn't listen to counsel and got the foundation in first? We would have went backwards. I would have had to sell the investments. I don't remember where the market was, if it was up or down, but either way we would have sold and then had to pay taxes on the gain Possibly because penalties. short term. Or we would have taken, yes, or we would have lost money when we sold it. So I'm just so grateful. And maybe that's why there's such a component of me that says, yes, let's take calculated risk. I am all for that. But let's make sure we have our savings inside. At least you get hit by a car and get thrown 75 feet. But you see the point of it. So that, that always hit home with me, five. Yeah. And I think one of the things when you talked about that seven year haul, Mm. You know, I think that seven year haul, a lot of people, um, they overlook the value that the, those experiences can bring mm -hmm. where they can build a lot of discipline. And yes. I always say that finances, the first part of finances actually has very little to do with money. It's all about mindset. Yes. And it's that learning to buckle down and get to work and to hold fast. And that really does make a difference. So I think when you talk about that seven years and the mm -hmm. lessons learned within it, mm -hmm. that well, I even remember led to today. <laughs> yeah, I even remember one more story. I even remember we were coming home. We had just paid off all of our debt. And it was one of those things you were riding home with our little Voyager. Remember that maroon van put, 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 going home and we were going by McDonald's and you were little then. And he's like, I want to go to McDonald's. And I remember Melanie turning to you and saying, Bubs or five. Well, no, it was Bubs. Bubs. <laughs> Bubby. So if we go to McDonald's now, we'll spend that money and we'll be hungry tomorrow. But if we will go to the grocery store and buy bread and peanut butter and apples, we will get to eat all week. Which one should we do? And I realized even though we now were not in a position where we had to do that, she got it. She was making a decision and saying, oh, no, that's a short term answer to a long term area. So a lot of experiences that yeah. really brought us to where we are today, which I believe impact 
the way that we're working with our clients, even that, you know, we'll end on this. We see a lot of the silver bullet mentality, mm. if you want to speak to that. Uh, I think everybody would love a silver bullet. Mm. Nobody enjoys my answer to it that hard work silver is the silver bullet. Oh, uh, yes. yes, that is true. Because they're waiting for something, right. Five. They're waiting for us to pick the right investment that's going to get the job done and erase all the other things that happen in life. And I've yet to find that. But if we can glean from the mistakes we've made, if mm. we can glean from the processes we've gone through, you know, I look at it, was it really... Uh, all these mistakes that we made or was there a process that God was bringing us through so that today you and I as financial planners could be speaking and yeah. encouraging people that there is a process. There are steps that we can take. So as I'm looking at the clock, I'm realizing we are running out of time. And I think we answered one frequently asked question. So we may be doing this again. But five, I'm so grateful that you're here with me, that you're answering these questions, that you're providing the wisdom. Uh, any closing comments before we close today? No, just thank you for having me. It was fun. <laughs> Great. And I want to encourage all of you, if you are ready to meet with us, give us a call at 518-433-7181 and schedule your free initial consultation. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.